Welcome to Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. The Mississippi Book Festival is almost here. Join Tracy and Shelley as they talk about the authors, books, and panels that they're interested in seeing. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to this episode of Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. Um, I'm Tracy, and I'm here with Shelley. Hello. Hello. And today we're going to talk about what we're looking forward to at the Mississippi Book Festival. So the Book Festival this year is on Saturday, August 19th from 9 to 5 at the State Capitol in Jackson. This is the ninth year for the festival. Is it the ninth year? It's the ninth year. Wow. Which is remarkable, but what's even more re- remarkable is that next year is the 10th year. <laughs> Ooh, that's true. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be a big hoo-ha. There absolutely will be a hoo-ha. There is, I have insider knowledge, there is a hoo-ha committee who is a planning hoo-ha some committee. hoo-hahs. Um, actually, hoo-ha sometimes means something bad, but okay. in this case, I don't mean it, it like it's that. It's more like a, a I mean hoopla, a hoopla, maybe. Yeah, or, I always say hoopla. Or a but grand yeah. plan. Are you on the big hoopla I, committee? I am not on that committee. Okay. I could be on it, but yeah. I, at a meeting this week, uh, they said only two people were on the committee, and then like eight more people volunteered, and then yeah. I was like, there's 10 well, people on I this committee. I don't, I don't need, need to do need anything. I to be on the big committee. Yeah, I don't need to do that. Um, they've got it handled. Okay. Anyway, I just thought, you know, because we are very connected, we have mm-hmm. insider knowledge and have seen who's coming everywhere. I think everything has been announced at this point, mm-hmm. but the schedule of when things are happening is still being, being shifted finessed. around. Yes, yeah. and it will be available on August 1st. Okay. So I only know when one panel is, and that's the one I'm moderating, but I'll mention it later. Yeah. So what, what is on your wish list for well, the festival this year? You know, I can't go to everything I want to go to because some of them, you know, overlap with mm-hmm. each other. But uh, there are several. So there is this book that I've heard a lot about, and it is called No Two Persons by Erica Bauermeister. And um, there is this literary podcast I listen to and um, the person's always talking about this book and Erica Bauermeister is coming and she's going to be in the book club pick session Mm. and so I'm super excited about this okay I have not read this book yet but it is on is high up on my TBR list so let me just tell you a little bit about this book Mm -hmm. okay it is a book inside a book. Oh, my okay. gosh. I know. I know. I can see Tracy's oh, I'm face. Such she's such a sucker ex- for that. She's excited. I love it. Okay. So it is how one book affects nine different readers. So there is a book written by a woman named Alice, and she feels compelled to write this debut novel. And the book is about how the book affects these nine different readers and all of these readers are very different people there's a bookseller there's a person experiencing homelessness there is a recent widower who is dealing with their grief so basically it is all about how this book and you'll find about what this book is about, mm-hmm. um, how this book affects all these readers differently. What I love about this is that each of us can read a book, 
and it will affect us in many different ways. Mm -hmm. And I just think that speaks so highly of just reading in general. Absolutely. I know it just gives me chills talking about it. Yeah. So I want I want to hear from the author about how she got the idea from this book, how she got the idea of what the different readers would be and how it would affect their lives. So I am so excited and I love a book inside a book. I too love a book inside a book and that sounds amazing. And that also sounds like someone who really understands what reading is like yeah because we have talked about this before and we don't mean to be snobs but sometimes we're not snobs at all sometimes i am but (laughs) in this particular you are not instance you are not someone will love a book and they Mm. think everyone will love that book Mm. and that's not so i'm so glad you love this book i'm so glad you connected with it but that doesn't mean it's not for everybody it's not for everyone and so i think when non-librarians or non people who don't read and read and read and read like we do when i recommend a book to someone it's not because i loved it it's because i think they'll love it mm-hmm. because i know what kind of books they like and that's part of the you know, whole reader's advisory process right. actually saying that i think you might like this based on what you've read right but you know it's not necessarily it, it's not necessarily something that you might love but maybe but maybe yeah. based upon and some if factors you don't, yeah that's okay too absolutely there's no judgment but anyway, so this book is called No Two Persons by Erica Bauermeister. Well, that so. does sound very interesting. And we, we have it. We have... I did not know that we had it. Yes. I mean, it's new. We, we yeah. just bought... Not, it has a really cool cover, too. I don't remember because... Oh, well... It's got, like, people coming outside of a book. If, oh. if I remember correctly. Well, all of the new books are in Elizabeth's office. Okay. So well, if you want to go I'm look... I'm going <laughs> to hit her up. Yeah. Okay. Yes, we we don't buy every single book, but we buy most of the books that um, that are being featured at the festival because one thing that listeners can go do at the festival is come to room 203 to the Library Commission's pop-up library where they can browse books by the authors, enjoy some wonderful air conditioning. They can also take some nifty little selfies too. Yes, we always have <laughs> some standees. Um, we have special guests like Faulkner, Richard Wright, Margaret Walker. They'll all be there in cardboard form yes. um, for people to... <laughs> we should specify that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they are uh, two-dimensional. We will have tons of books to give away, too. Um, Free books. Free books. You know, I've been really proud of people for not trying to steal the library books. I think everyone that comes to the book festival, they are very respectful people. Yeah. And they're book lovers. They are book lovers. Book lovers are wonderful people. Yes, they really are. So Um, what do you have, Tracy? What are you excited about? The panel I am most excited about is the Marriage and Memoir panel. I thought, I thought that you would like that one. So I have read, if not every book on, uh, by the panelists, a book by all of the panelists. So it's moderated by Beth Ann Fennelly, who is a former poet laureate of Mississippi. She's a hoot. And she's also, she also co-wrote one of my favorite novels, whose name just flew out of my head. It's about the 1927 Mississippi River flood, and it's called oh, The Tilted World. Yeah, the it tilted came to world. me. So she's the moderator, and the panelists are Harrison Scott Key, who wrote How to Stay Married, which is 
a book about the time where his wife had an affair with this loser named Chad. <laughs> and his name really isn't well, Chad. The name Chad. His name isn't Chad. He changed all the oh, names. Okay. But um, he says in there that like his name isn't Chad, but somehow it's even dumber than Chad, um, which I enjoyed. Um, it w- it's a it's a great book. Maggie Smith, who wrote "You Can Make This Place Beautiful," which you have talked me into reading, which with, I I have started. I have not finished it. And um, Hannah Pittard, who wrote "We Are Too Many." So what's interesting, oh, and Helen Ellis, who wrote Kiss Me in the Coral Lounge. Mm, So mm. Maggie Smith and Hannah Pittard, their memoirs about marriage are about their marriages falling apart. Mm -hmm. Um, Helen Ellis is wildly happy in her marriage, almost sometimes to the point of, okay, calm down. Maybe I'm, I'm the, very happy for her. Perhaps in know. the panel, she'll explain that maybe she's not so enthusiastic. Yes. I do. I do remember that in one of her other books, she talks about how when she first met her husband, he got used to the fact that when he sat on the couch, there was always a pop tart um, in between the cushions because she she's a slob. Oh. Um, so anyway, but she's she's also a hoot. Well, that sounds like a fun thing. Yeah, like everyone has, you know, Beth Ann is in this long-term stable marriage, and Helen is in this long-term stable marriage, and Harrison is in a long-time, previously unstable, but currently stable marriage. His wife writes the last chapter of the book, by the way, so she gets her say. Anyway, it was great. I read it over the weekend. And then, you know, Maggie Smith and Hannah Pittard have their, like, I don't know, I think it's a, a brilliant grouping of of authors. Anyway, I hope it's at a time where I can attend because I want to be there. Well, I hope it is too. It sounds like you're really excited about it. The other um, ones that I want to attend are both in conversation. Oh, yes. Sessions. There's a lot of those oh, this no, year. I know. Yeah. M- more than yes. I've seen before. Yes. Okay. So the first one is in conversation with Jeanette Walls. Oh, yes. Okay. You might remember Jeanette Walls from uh, The Glass Castle. Such a good okay. book. Such a good memoir. Love and it. amazing movie, which rarely happens. Who's in the movie? Um, that chick who was... Um, <laughs> you know. Should I Google it? Brie Larson. Brie okay. Larson. All right. Brie Larson. But she was like a superhero. Yes. She, she was, was Captain Marvel, I yeah, believe. Yeah, she was Captain Marvel. And then all, people did not like it. Yeah. What a girl. I Ew. loved Captain Marvel. But I don't really like superhero movies too much. But I did like that one. Brie Larson plays her in The Glass Castle. But it was, oh, such a good book. Okay. She's going to be talking about Hang the Moon. And I bet she'll get a lot of other questions right. about her life and her family and why not but hang the moon is actually a fictional book mm-hmm. um, it's set in prohibition times in virginia and that's where a lot of well that that's where her family's from and that's where sh- she actually lives now it's historical fiction it's coming of age but it's about a main character named sally kincaid who's a young girl and of course she has a dysfunctional family that's what Jeanette Walls loves to write about. And that's what she knows really that's well. That's what she knows really well. You have to, you have to write what um, you know. Sally Kincaid um, originally shuns this part of her family, but um, not to give too much away, but eventually she becomes 
head of the bootlegging part of her family. Ooh, I love it. I know. So, you know, you have a strong female character. I have read some people say that they they think that Jeanette Walls is better at writing memoirs than she is at writing straight fiction. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the fiction um, aspect of her writing myself. I think she is a terribly great writer. But I want to share this. I watched an interview with her. It was probably from a while back. I just think this is just a great quote. She said that secrets are like vampires. They suck the life out of you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that really reflects um, when she was trying to hide what had happened with her family and how her family were. But that is so true. And the longer I'm on this earth, the more I believe that. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to hearing more from her. And I'm so glad that they are doing just a in-conversation session with her. Yeah. Yeah. Like we just said, there are many more in-conversations this year. And apparently it just kind of worked out that way. It wasn't a, it wasn't necessarily planned, mm-hmm. but it was just these personalities deserve their own, mm-hmm. um, you know, or they didn't really fit in a panel somewhere, yeah. and so they were given their own. Do you um, think there was feedback from years before? There, there actually wasn't. Okay, it, there uh, wasn't. I think I think those are usually really well attended because uh-huh. of who is, you know, they didn't give, like, some debut author an in-conversation. Okay. Um, but it's someone established who has mm-hmm. a following. Those are the folks who have, who are in conversation. I won't talk at length about any of these, but there are three other, and that's not even all of them. I think there's mm-hmm. like six or seven there in are. conversations. There are. But there's one with Ann Patchett. That's one of mine I'm going to talk about. And she is talking with Lindsay Lynch. That who, is also who. And she's, yeah. a, she's a debut author. She's a debut author, but she is the book buyer for, yes. the, uh, for Parnassus Books, which yes. is the bookstore that Ann Patchett owns. And we just got Dutel. And it's on that cart of new book festival books. I have an arc of the book. Okay. So have you read it? I've read half of it. Okay. Um, so I'm looking forward to that because I just read, oh, what did I read? Um, State of Wonder by uh-huh. Anne Hatchett. That's right. I, I saw that on your, on your Instagram, I believe. Yeah, or Goodreads or something. Or was it Threads? Oh, it was on Threads. It was on the new Threads. It was threads. my first Thread yes. on Threads. That we are both trying out. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. You know. I, I kind of like it. What I don't like is that I don't see the people I follow. I know. It's like 90% other junk. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm trying to, like, teach the algorithm. I'm, I'm, I'm hiding everything that is, you know, I don't want to see. So maybe eventually it'll figure well, it out. Well, it's still in its infancy. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's, it's fine. Um, I don't need another thing to waste my time. I know. But, I you know, know. It, it was there. So Same. Anyway, so yes, I just read State of Wonder. And, you know, a lot of fiction writers have a kind of book they write or like a, not, not even really the genre, but, oh, they know a lot about this subject and that always pops up. And Patchett just like, it's like she throws a dart at the wall and decides like, okay, I'm going to write a book about the Amazonian jungle. I know, and I, and also pharmaceutical research. Yeah, let's I let's put know. those together. And she is yeah, amazing. She really is. So she is. that one's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Simon Winchester, who wrote uh, The Professor and the Madman, The Making of the OED. Oh, yeah. He has a new book. It's called What We Know, and then it has a really long subtitle that wouldn't fit on my note card that I brought. Um, So you'll have to find out what the rest of that is. But I'm sure that's going to be an amazing conversation. He's written a lot of, of, of good things. And then Charles Frazier... Who wrote Cold Mountain? Oh, I love one Cold of Mountain. the best books. I did I've not see Charles ever. On yes, there. he has a new book called The Trackers, which sounds amazing as well. So I haven't read it yet. There's only so much time in the world. Is Charles Frazier in a panel or no? Is no, he in conversation. All of these are in conversation. Simon Winchester, Ann Patchett, Charles Frazier. He's by himself. He has he's, a he has, he has he's a friend up there in conversation <laughs> yeah. with someone else. Yes. yes. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to that. Well, let me tell you a little bit about the Ann Patchett book that she'll be discussing. Oh, have you read it? Well, I have an arc of it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You got to read it. Okay. You got to well, read it like right now. I have it. It's so good. I, I got it at ALA, and it was amazing because they just there was no line. It was just sitting up there on a little table. No one was around. And so sometimes they're like holding it, you know, waiting for a certain time to give them away. Yeah. And I walked up and I said, can I have this? Is this for later? And they're like, yeah, you can have it. I'm like, and I, I, was, I was almost like just mystified that no one else was running mm-hmm. up to it. So I, I have it and I, I have not read it yet. I loved it. You did. I loved okay. it so much. I cannot even express okay, so how much I loved it. Let me tell a little bit about it and then you can jump in. So Anne Padgett is known for so many books, but the ones that I love of her is the Dutch House. Some people don't like. You know what? It was it was too similar to to my life, and I I couldn't couldn't read it. Well, it is. It's kind of nuts. I listened to it on audio, and I think it was narrated by Tom Hanks. It is. It is. I I thought when I was reading the print version. I was like, oh, no, I can't read this. Tom and Hanks. then I thought, maybe Tom Hanks can walk me through this painful pa- part of my life. Did he? And, and, I, and I, he was so nice, I couldn't do okay. it. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is a um, dysfunctional family. Um, Commonwealth was one of my yes, favorites. Yes, I love Commonwealth. Them. And State of Wonder. State of Wonder. So, so amazing. But, okay, so this is also a story about a family it's a story within a story. Um, so it's set in spring of 2020. Three daughters, they return to northern Michigan to visit their mother. And if I say anything wrong, please, because mm-hmm. this is just the gist that I right. got. Okay. Um, and they really want to hear the story about one summer um, when their mother was in summer stock and she acted with um, this famous actor, Peter Duke. And um, the theater company was called Tom Lake, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's kind of like a flashback within a story. But it has a lot of the elements that um, has some romance. But also it has just a lot of the what, what, what we look for in Ann Patchett, like some family strife, things like that. Is there anything else we should say about Tom Lake to entice readers? I mean, other than just saying yeah. it's by Ann Patchett. It's by, yeah, that, that's all you really need. <laughs> the structure of it is, you know, usually. Is a lot of back and forth? It is, but a lot of times when it's it's the same person telling a story and then coming back, you know, sometimes those narrations can, like, one is better than the other. And it's yes. almost always the one a long time ago. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of 
and this is not I'm not saying this book is great literature but The Bridges of Madison County uh-huh. is you know what it's a great movie except for the horrible parts where Meryl Streep's ungrateful children are oh, like dealing with parts. her estate or I whatever hate those parts. or like Julie and Julia the Julia part is awesome the yes. Julie part stinko the thing about this book is that you are equally invested in both the family they own a cherry a cherry farm yeah that's right they're, so they're the girls cherries, have you know come and they're in their early 20s and they've come back from wherever they are to help do the cherry picking and you know there's a pandemic and mm-hmm. whatever so as they are doing their day-to-day stuff the mother starts telling the story and it's equally interesting what happened to her when she was a teenager and you know and it's, I don't think it's a secret to say that she was in a, a romance yeah. with yeah. Uh, with Duke, as he is known. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, and, but then the, the current day and what is happening with, you know, one of their, one of the daughters has a longtime boyfriend and one is doing this and that. Anyway, so it's, it's just such a great, oh my gosh, it's just so great. And I cried my eyes out at the oh, end. Okay. Anyway, I, I absolutely and love it. And it also has a really beautiful cover. Oh, I haven't seen. Oh, yes, really? I have seen the cover. It's kind of. It's got. I think it's, it's got green little, and like, it's like bluish green. Yeah, it's got like little flowers. I think around. It's very summery or springy. Yes. Um, so as you mentioned, she's bringing Lindsay Lynch with her, who has her debut novel, Do Tell, and it is set in the 1940s, the golden age of Hollywood. The novel is about Edie O'Dare. Edie O'Dare is an actress, and she is finishing her final year of this when they have cut contracts with with film studios. Okay, with FWM Studio, and in order to supplement her income, she also secretly moonlights as the Hollywood reigning gossip columnist okay i know so at a party one time she meets this like up and coming ingenue and she gives her she gives Edie details about this assault that happened with an a-list actor Mm -hmm. okay so Edie decides to print the story and then from then there is a horrible chain of events that happens and that's really what the whole story is about. Mm-hmm. And Edie learns the repercussions of telling the truth and the dark side of Hollywood. And there's that it's not so glamorous. I think that Lindsay did a lot of research for this book. But also you find out a lot about kind of like, there's a lot of talk about like what people wore and the glamorous part. So there's, so it's like me too, it's but like, in the 40s. Yes, it's me. Yeah. And okay. that's what I really, really dug about this. So it's, it's not just a, oh, this was, it was such a wonderful time. No, it's not that kind of book at all. So I'm really looking forward to hearing her talk about, you know, how she researched this book mm-hmm. as well. So she'll be in conversation with Ann Patchett and a friend. I mean, that's, that is a blockbuster I know. panel to that's go to. That's going to be great. That's going to be great. Some of the other people I'm interested in, in there's a, a, a memoir panel that has Lee Durkee on it, who wrote Stalking Shakespeare, which is a memoir I haven't read yet. But it's about how 
he became obsessed with finding a portrait of Shakespeare because there are there's a few out there that might be uh-huh. him and but it becomes this like hyper fixation and an obsession anyway it sounds really interesting like it's so that's such a weird thing it is it's, <laughs> to it's be very, um, yeah. focused on um, but I think I I'm looking forward to that there's a an author biography panel that has authors of biographies about Margaret Walker Harper Lee and Ezra Jack Keats Hmm. so um, that's going to be really interesting and then there's a literary fiction panel and that will be sponsored by the Mississippi Library Commission very nice uh, Rebecca Mackay is on that and she wrote one of my all-time favorite books The Great Believers Mm -hmm. her new book the name just flew out of my head. Um, here, here's my fake version. I have something to tell you. Yeah, but that's not. That's it. not it. It's um, I have both some, of us read it. I have it's, some information for you. It's, uh, I have some questions for you. Okay, it's there. I, we go. It, it's something like yeah. that. Something. I think it is. I have some questions I think, for you. Yeah. I have a cheat sheet here that I can look at, and maybe I can find it. It's something to that effect. It is. I have some questions oh, for you. I win. Shelly's the winner. I win. Well, I, I did read it, but it's been I want to talk to you about I something. I want to talk to you about something. That, that has a little, that doesn't I have, have a good ring to it. for you. It was a good book. Yeah. I liked it. it. You know what? Had I not loved The Great Believers yeah. so much, yeah. I probably would have enjoyed that more. Yeah. It was good, though. Like, was, I read it. It was good. Very quickly and, and enjoyed it. But Patrick DeWitt is also on this panel, and he has a new book called The Librarianist. Uh, I've heard Um, a lot about this book. And Patrick DeWitt is just this, he has this very specific voice, and everyone in his novels is like a weirdo. I like um, that. They're they're all just like these. They they inhabit the same weirdo planet, but it's about a librarian named Bob Comet, who um, he just has this you know really quiet life. He uh, he he was a librarian and now he's retired and um, he reads a lot and his life is perfectly fine. And then one day he is. Uh, I don't know. He likes to walk. He's a, you know, takes yeah. these long walks and he goes into a convenience store and there is a woman who seems to be like stuck. She's, she has her hand on the door of a frozen food area, yeah. you know, yeah, the, the drink door. area. Mm-hmm. And she's just standing there staring. Like she, like she, like she is, is frozen. frozen. Right. Yeah. And he asks the convenience store guy, does she need help? And he's like, look, she's been there for two hours. I can't get her to move. So he goes up to her, and she's actually wearing a card that says where she lives. So she has wandered away from the facility that she lives in. Mm. And so um, he gets her back there, mm-hmm. and then he becomes a volunteer at this place. Um, and so his lo- so and there's lots of flashbacks, like lots of flashbacks. So we learn about his entire life mm-hmm. from, but we 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 meet him at the beginning where he's. I mean, the beginning of the book is when he you know, starts to volunteer at this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, like nothing major happens in this book. Mm-hmm. So this is not a book. That's for, your kind of book. It really is. Like, l- let me know some very specific details about weird people's lives. Mm-hmm. I don't ne- need to, there to be a great adventure. There, There's a little, there's a part where he has an adventure. But for the most part, it's it's a book about 
Bob's life inward. It's mm-hmm. not about his actions outward. Anyway, big fan, and I always love a reference to librarians in mm-hmm. fiction. Yes, yes. Um, and I was pleased that there is a stereotypical old crusty librarian lady oh. but then bob is not one of those i like that so there's there's the like oh mm-hmm. yes uh she's she's the archetype of the you know the shushing mm-hmm. um the shushing librarian but bob comet is not that way what so. is the panel that you are moderating i am moderating uh the short story panel oh okay i love a short story I know you do and i have great admiration for short story writers because in some ways it almost seems like more work yeah it you got to make actually. up more people and yeah. more stuff that happens and to you them. have to wrap it up and make it seem coherent yeah you got to get get to the beginning to, and the end and you yeah. got you know what four pages or yeah. whatever on this panel, it, it's at 4 p.m. in Galloway Reception. That's the only panel I know the time of. Okay. It's Andrew Porter, George Singleton, and Disha Filia. And I've been... Is that the secret yes, uh, church ladies? The secret life of secret church life, ladies. Yeah, secret life of church ladies. Love yeah, I read book. that book. That was so yes, good. Yes, so good. So I am very excited to reread that book and then read the other two Yeah. yeah be before exciting. before the festival. Well, there so, is a lot going on. There is so much going on. This is such a good festival. Yeah, so many really great good. authors. Just talking to you has made me think, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to choose. I mean, how are we going to? But here's the thing. Every panel is recorded. I will be every panel yes, is recorded. Uh, they will all be available to watch later at some point once they are edited and they'll that be is put on the website. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yes. News. Well, I hope this has been helpful for our listeners. Yes, I hope yeah. everyone is fired up yeah. and ready to come to Jackson in yeah. a couple months. I mean, no, in a month. In a month. Be sure that they drink a lot of water. Yes. Be sure maybe they should bring an umbrella, you know. You know That's what? kind of a yeah. smart or, you know, a good hat. You know, I learned that not all umbrellas do anything for you. Um, oh, really? With, oh, yeah. You have to have a special kind? Yeah, you do. I didn't know that. Yeah, I went to a... Uh, soccer game one time and had an umbrella and it it helped my eyes you uh-huh. know um, but it doesn't help but oh no I still got completely sunburned as if oh, really? I were so you need just like a, out in the sun you need like a special you need some UV kind of umbrella? yeah well I mean it was like some crummy cheap umbrella okay. that probably came from the, the dollar tree well, then that, <laughs> that was yeah, in my car so you know maybe don't rely on the dollar tree to get your SPF Maybe situation. get a higher quality umbrella. But <laughs> yeah, I need def- to invest in a better one for Definitely for that. drink a lot of water. Yes. So you don't pass out. Right. Okay. Well, great. Well, thank you all for listening to us, and we hope you got we got you all hyped up. Yeah. For the Mississippi Book Festival. We'll this see year. you there. All right. Thank you for listening to Stacks and Stories, a podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. We hope you will tune in next time, and we encourage you to visit your local public library often.